Hi, and welcome to episode six of our podcast. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to look at the importance of brand awareness in the market right now and why building trust is so important. Today's guest is the lovely Lisa Clooney from Pride Studios. Um, Lisa, would you like to introduce yourself and your business? Yeah, morning. Um, I'm uh, basically, I'm a brand consultant. So I run Thrive Studios, which is a branding design and marketing agency based in Fleet. Um, but I specialise in branding itself. So I've got 25 years above experience. Um, I work a lot with small businesses or medium sized businesses um, to build their brand awareness and um, making sure that they're exploring the right channels, the right customers and how they actually talk to those customers and communicate with them. Um, but I'm also, I do brand and marketing strategies and um, just, and I'm just about to, to launch a new side of the business, which is helping small businesses, um, which will be called Thriving Brand, which will basically help them build a strategy and how to build their brand awareness, but they can do a lot of stuff themselves. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Lisa. And obviously, um, as you know, one of the, the main reasons I thought that you'd be perfect to, to have on, uh, on the podcast um, and for our listeners to hear is because we recently did a survey at Mr. Digital and we surveyed over 80 um, small businesses um, to find out how the pandemic was impacting their marketing plans and their marketing strategy. Um, and one of the questions we asked was what were the kind of their main objectives over the next six months? And obviously, the first outcome that people were looking for was sales which is to be expected, we find. Um, but close second was brand awareness. And we were quite surprised by that because often we find small businesses don't always see the value of brand awareness. So I kind of, the first question kind of for you was, why do you think brand awareness is so important right now? Because they can't get to the clients. They have to, and people don't trust people to the same extent at the moment. I mean, brand, brand awareness has always been important. You know, you look at all the big companies and things like that, that they're constantly um, looking at ways to build their brand. And at the end of the day, your the brand awareness is helps the consumer recognize and remember your business. Um, the great awareness you have, the more audience are familiar with your business, they start trusting your business, they recognize your logos, they recognize your messaging and your products. Um, and it's important to to have all aspects of your brand awareness throughout your staff, everything. Yeah. Um, and that's what a lot of businesses miss. Um, you know, and I think people are expecting things more, especially through, you know, a lot digital has developed so much more in the last yeah. year. And people, you need to do more social media, but it's the way you talk to the clients, be sympathetic but don't yeah. sell at them get to know them and things like that it's more a personal approach yeah that's um, really interesting because we've seen that even with um with our clients and obviously the different businesses that we monitor online that there has been it's a far been a, a far softer sell and it's been about building that trust that you mentioned and actually showing re relatable content and a lot of investment in content actually we've seen um, a big transition and I think brands are getting a lot smarter and a lot cleverer rather than posting about me 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 my here's my services or my product and here are the features they're talking 
they're trying to be more relatable to their audiences um, and create more um, uh, unique content that's less focused on them, but more focused on the user. And by, by doing that, they're getting more users to engage and more users aware of their brand. Uh, whereas I think- don't like to be sold to. They, they yeah. want to be feel, felt special. Um, yeah, definitely. And, I think and what would that you say? Change dramatically. Yeah, and what would you say are some are some good ways of building brand awareness? Blogs, content writing, um, really knowing your audience and know what pain points they're going through, and really understand yeah. and talk to those people. Don't talk at them. Talk to them and be yeah. more sympathetic. Um. And you look at a lot of the big brands at the moment, like Coca-Cola and Nike, they're doing more personal. They're not yeah. selling. Their, their tactics have completely changed over this last year. And you look at all the adverts for like Aldi or Sainsbury's or they, they've really brought the human aspect yeah. into all their, their brand awareness and their advertising and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's that is really changed. Yeah, and that's a really good point because we always use like the big brands like Coca Cola, McDonald's as good examples when we're trying to uh, help um, new clients understand the importance of brand awareness. Because we we try and say, well, do Coca Cola need to advertise? Are people going to not know who they are? No, but they do because they're keeping their brand at the forefront and. Um, putting barriers up to stop competitors coming in and taking market share. And it's like you kind of have to put it in relatable terms so that a lot of business owners can say, oh, yeah, they don't need to do it, but they see the value and they know there's value in actually having your brand out there, producing relatable content that the audience engages with, because that um, strengthens the connection between mm. the audience and the brand. And so in terms of um, the content, do you, would you say, um, is there any specific part, like to content types that you would say work particularly well for increasing brand awareness? It really depends on your business. <laughs> you know, I mean, I work in such a vast different markets. Um, you have to look at that market to see how do you get to those, those people? Because everybody's different. They're, yeah. The people they're selling to is different than... You know, one day you might be a chocolate company and their clientele is completely different and what type of chocolate they are. You know, are they high end 70% cocoa or are they, you know, cheap chocolate? And then you would talk and relate in a certain way to that client. So it can really, really vary. Um, but as I said, you, you can put things in place and put a brand strategy together that's relevant for that industry, that um, that type of client that they really, really want, and put things in perspective for them, because yeah. all all people aren't your ideal clients. You know, yeah. that's what you've really got to to realise at the end of that's, the day. Yeah, that's a, a lot big of clients one. You well. do not want. You know? Yeah. It's another big one we get again with uh, businesses when we have discussions often with the smaller businesses we will say, who's your ideal client? And you can get a lot of them saying, well, everyone. And then you kind of have to do that educational piece. OK, right. Let's like, I'm gonna stop you there and let's 
do do the research to actually look at who's your ideal client because you're so right there are people that you don't want and also people who actually aren't that relevant yes they might be able to take have your products or services but they're not they're unlikely to purchase so they're not in your target market or they shouldn't be the people you're trying to speak to because if you try to speak to everybody you'll speak to nobody so yeah i think that's a really really good point how do you approach um It'd be good kind of for the listeners to kind of get some kind of practical tips on how you approach uh, understanding who the target audience is and doing the kind of research. Well, you find it. out from their business what exactly they they want or um, how they want to build their business as well, because that really depends, you know, how that what their goals are in five years, 10 years time for the business, because yeah. then you can look and work out. If it's going to be, are they going to deal with the Joe public? Are they going to deal with more corporate side? Because the language yeah. and the way that you would do your brand awareness and where you would put that information out, whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram or whatever, yeah. is where you'd put a strategy together that you know where those, those clients are going to be to get them noticed. Yeah, and interestingly... And that's that. really important. Yeah, because I think as well on that when so when, when people are doing things like branding and businesses, they they think they target think to target everyone, and then they think branding is creating a logo, but actually, it's yeah, so it's much awesome. more than that. Like you said, even tone of voice. So understanding if you're talking to the corporate audience, it's going to be a bit more formal that you're going to use that in the, your language. But as you're saying, if you haven't defined that in the first place, how do you know what that is? But I think again, lots more businesses think they can speak just in the way the person speaks who's writing it when actually you need to define a specific tone of voice for your business and for your brand and that might not be the way in which the person who owns a business speaks that might and, not be it might not and be in their also you find when it's your business you're not you're not blind to what's going on in it but you're you're too emotional about your own business so it's very very hard to be strategic and very lo not logical but it's it's hard because you, it's your business you're passionate about what you do that's the reason why you've started your business yeah and you need somebody in some ways on the outside to look at your business as an outsider and, yeah and I suppose the audience will see it yeah and that's where I've, I know you work with some of your clients in that way and I suppose that really gives them a kind of a fresh perspective on things doesn't it yeah, yeah. But I will train them to do a lot of the stuff themselves. They don't have to utilise me. There's a lot of things out there they can do themselves when they because they haven't got the budget when they first start off. Yeah. Um, but it's guiding them to get, you know, to get all their, you know, crossing their T's and dotting their I's and yeah. just pulling it all together. So they don't look when they're building their brand and the look and the feel. Because it has to be, you know, within the digital world, especially with Instagram, social media, it's very visual. And if yeah. you've got mixed messages on what it looks like, too many typefaces or too many bright colours and nothing matches, you're not building that structure there that people are going to recognise you because it's all hiddly piddly. Yeah, exactly. So it's having that strategy and that plan before yeah. you start activity rather than just sending stuff out kind of very ad hoc it's not consistent it's not building a brand is it for anyone to relate to so what, what channels would you um 
recommend to businesses to look at? I know obviously it can vary depending on the business, but would you say there's some specific channels that work really well for brand awareness? Well, at the moment, obviously, Instagram's major, you yeah. know. But again, it's it's very visual. And obviously you've got now you've got reels, which we've seen when we when we've been doing some work, um, you know, like we work with you and things like that yeah. sometimes and things like that. Um it's people like we're getting more interaction with reels and um like TikTok and things like that, depending on the obviously the type of business. But if it's a you know, a corporate to uh, like B to C type company, business to corporate yeah. a company, LinkedIn is very, very powerful. Yeah. You, know, uh, you need to get on there. Twitter is there, but it's not as powerful as it used to be. Yeah. Finding, um, which obviously you know, you know about that sort of side. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, interestingly, uh, such a point initially with Instagram and Reels and stuff and TikTok is we're seeing a big trend at the moment with uh, clients we work with and just clients out in the market, brands in the market that are um, using influencer marketing, particularly because it's all around finding people who your audience same, have the same audience as you and they're engaging with specific personalities online because they like them and, and then getting working with them to make them your content creators and creating real authentic content that your audience like. And I think that goes into, it fits in, it's, it's the kind of piece generally from uh, influencer marketing we find is mostly about brand awareness as well. It's not very few of them will be focused around the sale because actually it's more about associating themselves with somebody that they're, um audience like so it, it shows them all oh, this brand's a good fit for us because this influencer this person i respect and follow actually um it's using this this brand's products or services um yeah so it, it, would it you is, say but i would be very careful with the influencers because i think certain influencers out there are getting paid vast amount of money to oh. do a product they are making serious money um and they people are becoming wise to it yeah you know and and especially especially and it i would say the older generation aren't as bothered about the influencing of that type of thing on instagram the younger generation are yeah you know so that's when you've got to know and understand your target audience so much because it's no good hiring an influencer who's young if your target yeah. market is 40 50 year olds oh no definitely and as you so say you, like, that's they, when you've really got to understand what your brand is all about um yeah and that's key that is your key you know you, your brand is your foundation of your business in some ways and oh, oh, definitely. it's a lot yeah. simpler because you know who your customers are and you've got a brand strategy and um, you've got guidelines and things like that that are all set up so you can follow yeah. up. Obviously, that bra branding never stops because your business never stops. It always changes. And um, and obviously, social media changes so much, you know. Yeah, new channels. Five years ago, you never heard of Instagram, you know, yeah. and it's always new things. So branding is always evolving. It never stops. You've always yeah. got to look into what's going on. 
What would you say? There'll be businesses out there probably that are just starting now with the pandemic, but then there's also going to be a lot of businesses which have probably been going a few years now, and they might be listening to this and saying, oh my God, I've never sat down or never had somebody come in and look at my branding. I've just created a logo, built my business to where it is. And they're like, oh God, I've just realised the pennies dropped now listening to this. I need to have a brand in place. What kind of advice would you give them as a kind of a step that or a process they could take to actually um, sort their brand out, if even if, if they're an existing business and they haven't done it yet? There, I mean, there's a few businesses out there that I've seen develop over the last year and they've very cleverly done it um and they you've got to i mean as i've said all all the way through it's knowing your clients and what their their needs are that is the biggest thing you've got to look at to start off with Um, and really understand your clients and who you who you want to work with um don't you know as we said don't pick everybody um that is your starting point to build your brand and then once you learn to talk talking to those clients and look at you know look at your fonts what your message is you know hire somebody like me you know in some yeah. ways to to look at and put a little bit of a strategy to start you off um, yeah but you know you've got there is two companies that are really I've noticed, I mean, loads have done it, but um, Brewdog, they are, that you you look at how they've changed their business over the last year, you know, they've, they're up, they've got like a cheeky side, you know, that that's with a brand, you should be building a personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brand as well. And they've always come across very cheeky and, you know, pushing the boundaries and yeah pushing the boundaries yeah yeah and that sort of way (laughs) that they've built their business but over covid they've done something completely different um and they've looked they've started doing like hand sanitizers and push those and um they've given loads and loads of things free to the nhs and um and they've really built community type yeah i did see i think the founder i think i saw something on linkedin where he was offering their um their venues their their, their, the pubs that they they work with offering them out to store the vaccination yeah and they've changed the way that done and they've compromised and they've not changed their brand and they will go back to that cheeky side yeah but they've done that more caring and yeah and that that's that is so important obviously with what's going on at the moment it's been so important to change the way that you do your brand awareness yeah and build another community. company that called um they run a whole section of pubs which obviously that industry has suffered so much yeah but they found ways to get to their customers so they're using local product juice making boxes up because they, they, their philosophy is they support community and local businesses um, and they've done these boxes where they use all their suppliers and provide boxes and, and send them out and they do oh, that's 10, nice, yeah. 10% redu- uh, reduction for NHS workers and you know and they're, they're doing um, you know you can do these packs and for 
um, like uh, half term for schools with all your packs you get a free children kit yeah and they've been very clever all along to come up with solutions to keep them going and keeping in the minds of people yeah that's interesting because there's the Barclay Hotel in London and I know that they've um, done a lot to support the emergency services around it and they would do like I think it's like buffets and food so they could do drive-bys so that all free for them so that they could just support them because I think the one thing this year is everybody's because it's affected everybody in some way it's we're all in this together so people have been mm. far more open to say actually how do I contribute to the better cause of helping everybody with all this suffering that's going on um, and I think that's been it's, it's been amazing the brands that have stepped up and actually thought outside the box not thought about how do I sell but how do I um, how do I support the cause support the community uh, support their customers and by doing that they're building their brand awareness and they're building loyal customers yeah yeah and that is absolutely vital for any business and your your customers are your biggest asset because and your staff so your staff should be behind you you know that they're sharing your social media and all that sort of stuff because they should be proud to work for that company um, yeah. and also your customers are as i say is your biggest asset they will talk about you yeah, and interestingly, it's um, it's kind of a nice kind of kind of um, one to wrap this up on is actually that the customers are your biggest asset, but they and the customers have the relationship with the brand. So, and what I mean by that is obviously over years, a company, the way in which it's run, the people in it can all change. But actually, your customers, it'll be the brand will be what people know and love. So if they if the branding's done right and the marketing's there, obviously if the quality needs to be stay consistent, but actually the business could operate very very differently. But yet people will still love that brand because they're attached to the brand regardless of actually the people in the business because that people come and go all the time. But actually the relationship is there um, with with the brand. Mm -hmm. So just to um, uh, to kind of wrap this up. Well, one kind of final piece of advice if you had to give uh, particularly small to medium sized businesses one piece of advice for building trust um, in the market right now where, what would that piece of advice be listen to your customers listen just listen to what they need and what their their problems they're having and solve them tell them you can solve their problems brilliant you that will is get, you will get the loyalty there that is nice, uh, simple, but yet very strong piece of advice there that I think people often overlook. So thank you for that, Lisa. Um, and thank you um, for joining us today. Um, and thank you to everyone who's listening. Please don't forget to subscribe and we look forward to uh, joining you joining us on the next episode.